Hello, I'm Stephen Page from the Australian Family and Fertility um, Law Podcast. The latest news from Greece uh, is that of the babies held by um, police at the General Hospital in Kania, two um, Australian babies have been released and two Italian babies have been released. These Australian media has been reporting about the Australian babies being released, but not about the Italian babies. These four babies, the DNA was proved to be that of um, the intended parents. The court case uh, against um, the eight people from the clinic has been who have been charged um, is continuing, and one would expect it'll go for quite a while yet. Uh, and um, the paperwork that's um, held at the clinic, uh, which we were told late last week was um, in disarray, um, presumably is still in disarray and is in the hands of police. And then finally, um, the um, genetic material which is um, being held at um, the clinic under the control of the Greek regulator, the National Organisation for Reproductive Medicine, uh, whose head was sacked uh, by the health minister in light of the scandal. Um, What's going to happen with that genetic material remains um, an unknown. It's going to remain there for the moment. Presumably, um, police will want to check with um, uh, Norm, uh, that regulator, uh, that uh, the genetic material is what it is what it says it is. Um, they check the labelling on it. Of course, the difficulty with um, fraud is that the labelling uh, may have changed, but presumably the labelling within the clinic will be right uh, as to whose genetic material uh, is being used. Um, what my clients don't know is whether their um, genetic uh, material has been used by someone else or there was some fraud um, as to whether or not their surrogate was pregnant. The feeling that I've um, got um, after having had um, some discussions is that in all likelihood the fraud that might have been committed within um, the IVF um, lab, at least that's the allegation, Um, is unlikely to have extended to Australians because Australians were really keen on uh, the judicial process and making sure that uh, DNA testing, if needed, um, had to be undertaken and therefore uh, to prove that those people were the parents. It certainly wouldn't look good for the lab um, that they couldn't prove that the Australian intended parents were the parents. I've certainly seen that happen before uh, with um, clinics in other places, including India and Thailand, when they were doing surrogacy, that um, lab errors had been made or or, um, worse. Um, But I expect, um, as seen with the two children where the DNA um, came out, the Australian intended parents were the parents, um, that that'll be how it um, pans out in all likelihood. Um, I'm delighted that the uh, Australian uh, ambassador uh, in um, 
Athens uh, has issued a public statement on Friday saying that they're supporting uh, couples uh, who are going through this process and I'll be reaching out to her as well. Um, none of the uh, none of my clients um, have wanted to speak to the media. They've all um, wanted to make sure that their uh, privacy is protected um, and who can blame them. Um, after all the pain of of uh, the journey, then have this on top. Um, as I've had to explain to the media, those who can undertake surrogacy in Greece, are heterosexual couples or, or single women, all of whom um, have had pain and misery on the way to undertaking surrogacy. And for a straight couple, it would be try sex first, that didn't work, then do IVF, that didn't work, and have this roller coaster of emotions. We're going to get there and they come crashing down the other side. They don't, and doing that repeatedly, and then doing, doing egg donation, and then finally surrogacy. And here come to this golden ticket, this uh, El Dorado, if you like, about surrogacy, that we're going to become parents and shell out um, a lot of money uh, and then discover that they don't get there. So, um, crushing. Clients of mine um, have genetic material at the clinic, so we're looking at ways of getting the genetic material out uh, and that's going to be um, a bit difficult for a while, but I think ultimately it will go and they'll be able to get on uh, with their journey. The people who are affected um, by what's happened in Greece are Australians who brought their kids back and then wonder whether their parents, before they do um, any DNA testing, I'd suggest go and talk to a fertility counsellor first. They're really good about this stuff. Imagine if your DNA test says that you're not the parent then what? Are you going to abandon your child, the one who didn't ask to be born in this process and is the most vulnerable and deserving of love? Um, so go and talk to a fertility counsellor. Then we've got uh, Australians where the surrogates are pregnant and the surrogates are going to be chucked out by the landlords because uh, Mediterranean Fertility Institute stopped paying rent. So they're in a waiting game. Then we've got the Australian parents where the children have been born and they're waiting uh, to get their kids or waiting for the paperwork to establish that they're the parents and the paperwork's disappeared into the void. Then we've got uh, those who've got their genetic material there. And then finally, we've got other Australian intended parents who are going through other clinics in Greece. And what I don't know, and we won't know for a while, is whether Greece has the US-style approach of enforce the law uh, but don't change the law and system or that where uh, cameras turn up uh, at the uh, foreign country and looking down the barrel of a camera which um, then goes out on news reports the worldwide um, showing loss of face for that country, uh, whether the country then says, well, that's it, we're pulling down the roller door on surrogacy, leaving even more people trapped. I just don't know how it's going to pan out yet. At the time of recording this podcast, there are two Australian camera crews in Khania in, in Crete. And, of course, they're wanting to film anything and everything um, very keen on the subject. So we'll see 
um, how it goes, how long this story has to, to play out. My heart goes out to everyone caught up in this. From what I can see, all the intended parents are innocent. They haven't done anything wrong. Uh, and the, the surrogates are even more vulnerable. I'm, a, I'm aware um, of intended parents who've paid the clinic and now the clinic's gone belly up. Um, the surrogate hasn't been provided for. Uh, and the intended parents have run out of money, but it's a surrogate who needs to, as a pregnant surrogate needs to be protected. They're the most vulnerable of all until the baby is born, of course. And they are the most um, worthy um, of protection, even though everyone, uh, the intended parents um, and the surrogates um, are victims here. So it's a mess. We'll just have to wait for the smoke to clear. It's going to take a while, but it'll happen. And those who fear that they'll never get there through surrogacy because they've lost their life savings uh, or they're crushed by what has happened, uh, with perseverance, they'll get there. Uh, Hope is still there. Don't lose hope. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye.